Welcome to the Scoop and Score podcast. Hopefully you've listened to our quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends list because we are doing defensive and coaches. All right, to share their list with me, I got Cole Rehaw back in the studio. How's it going, Rehaw? Pretty good. How have you been? Oh, not too bad. Just uh, making these lists, grinding out podcasts, you know. That's what I'm I think about. you only missed one episode, actually. So. Yeah, I think I just missed last week. Yeah. One of them, so. Yeah, not Feels good bad. to be back. Hell yeah. Uh, like always, before we get into our list, we like to go over to some uh, sports news that are going around. Uh, right now, the we are recording Tuesday night. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers and Lakers have started their game one. Uh, earlier today, Magic upset the Bucks. And uh, I'm telling you, watch out for that one. Bucks yeah. haven't looked good, I don't think, in the bubble. No, and Giannis has. Uh, well, he got ejected Temper for issues. I guess. Headbutt. He has suspended the game, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't even get to see the headbutt, so. It was, he clearly headbutted him, but it was weird, because I don't think that guy did much to him. It was kind of just, yeah. and Giannis out of nowhere just, it was kind of like a leaning headbutt, yeah. so he leaned just into him. Just kind of like. But it's, yeah, it was still a hard hit. I was like, oh, shit. Like, trying to put his head into him. But yeah, like, he went fucking around. It was, yeah. Uh, Mavericks almost upset the Clippers, uh. Porzingis gets re- ejected for... So dumb. So dumb. I mean, it was the second technical, but that sh- Well, one was a block Yeah. Uh, against, I think it was Paul George. And uh, I don't even think he had the biggest reaction. I think one of his teammates had a bigger one, but he got teed up. And then uh, kind of just the push after, after, I didn't think that really No, it was it. kind of weak. When you have athletes like LeBron James tweeting how bullshit that was, mm-hmm. then it's probably not a good call. I've seen way worse... Especially in a playoff situation. Yeah, game one. Playoffs, you let them play. You don't call bullshit texts like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Magic beat the Bucks today. Uh, Heat beat the Pacers. Uh, Rockets just beat the Thunder. And then wow. yesterday. Um, I like the Thunder. I'd yeah, like they, didn't look, they didn't look very good. Yeah. They don't have that dominant score. Uh, no, they're kind of – I mean, Shea – or whatever you Gilly Alexander. Alexander yeah. I think eventually he'll be a scorer, but right now he's so young, it's kind of... Yeah, and unless, like, Gallinari goes off or, like, Steven Adams, which yeah, then, not really I mean, his thing. Chris Paul's their best player, but he's more of just, like, a facilitator. Gets yeah, I mean, once he wants to score, yeah, he can do he can. Really, he should just try to take over. Yeah. Um, and then what were the games yesterday? Oh. Dallas lost to Clippers. Yeah. Um, was oh, it? Boston lost to or Boston won against seventy six. Uh, yeah, um, uh, trail or the uh, Nuggets beat the Utah Jazz in overtime, first game one of the day. Mitchell had the third highest playoff scoring game uh, ever, fifty seven. Yeah, that's insane. And I think it was like Jordan, Elgin, Baylor, and then Mitchell third all time. That is impressive. Or uh, Luka Doncic also went off. Um, I think he had like forty something, maybe. He's a good player. Yeah, and then I can't remember the other. I can, one. I can honestly see the. Oh, Raptors and Nets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a cakewalk. Net Net shouldn't even be playing here. They really should. Like all their players, almost their whole starting fives out. Yeah, put the Suns in for them. No kidding. Yeah, they deserved it. Uh, I do like Boston though. I think yeah. Boston will take the Sixers pretty easily. Gordon Hayward's out for a month now. I saw that. That's going to hurt, but Sixers, like Ben Simmons done, they have no wing players. Yeah. Yeah, they 
Yeah. I mean, Harris is a wing, I guess, but he's a big wing. Yeah, Jason Richardson. But yeah, Kemba should have. Kemba and uh, Jalen Brown should have pretty easy time scoring. Yeah, for sure. But uh, all right. Um, you have any MLB news? Um, UFC Daniel Cormier lost. Did he finally retire? Or? Yep, he is done. For I bet he comes back in a year. I hope Just not. one more. <laughs> he can't give it up. I was disappointed, though. I wanted to see him out on top. It would be nice. Yeah. Uh, Sean O'Malley. Um, I think he got knocked out first round. I didn't get to see it because I was at a wedding, but... Um, yeah, I heard it was just a big upset. Really? Yeah. A lot of people made some money on that. Some big money. Yeah, I lost money on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to get into our list? Yeah. Uh, first, we'll do uh, top ten defenses. Uh, this is... I kind of went for talent more than how I thought they were going to do this upcoming season. That's kind of how I went, too. Uh, I mean, I could see a couple of these not being... Top five, I oh no, I could actually see all of them being top five, but yeah, I mean, there's generally there's probably fifteen defenses that could be in the top ten. Yeah, it's uh, just I kind of went more talent wise too. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the teams aren't gonna have the greatest years. But. Yeah, uh, let's get into number one. I had the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, uh, I like that pick. The defense alone uh, almost got them to the playoffs last year. Playmakers all on all level with uh, T.J. Watt, Cameron Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, De- Dupree, etc. Uh, just a really good defense, um, and especially with a better quarterback. And I think this is uh, pretty underrated. Um, with them not turning the ball over or uh, not getting past uh, the 50-yard line, it puts uh, it puts a defense in a well, bad place. They're on the field a lot. Yeah, they're going to get worn out when. You have Mason Rudolph starting a quarterback for you. Yeah, or Mason Rudolph fumbling on the 20-yard line. Pretty hard for the defense to come out there and stop a score. So um, It's pretty unmotivating. Being a defense knowing you're going to have to win the game for your team because your offense is trash. Yeah, so I think uh, Big Ben definitely helps with uh, Steelers being the number one defense. I heard Big Ben looks really good. It's like really determined right now. Yeah, I I keep saying like I'm... I'm decently high on Big Ben and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, and I, and I hear like, uh, you know what? No quarterbacks ever come back from time to well, No quarterback ever so has. Yeah, yeah, this is like a first. You know, we haven't seen this before. Yeah, that, di- that division's so tough too. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, I di- I didn't want to put it as uh, how I think they're gonna produce this year, but I do think they'll be one of the teams that stop Lamar. I think Mike Tomlin, he's a defensive mind. I think he'll figure out. Yeah, and they're so um, athletic that they can mm-hmm. move across the field. Uh, and those DNs with uh, Bud Dupree, TJ Watt, Cameron Hayward, uh, they can contain him like in the pocket. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, what was your number one? Oh, uh, pretty boring pick, but I had the 49ers. Yeah. Just, they return a lot. Forrest Buckner's gone, but they drafted Javon Kinlaw and from what I've heard from training camps is he's a freaking beast. Really? So he's like a mountain of a man. And everyone's really high on him. He was the one from... Uh, South Carolina. Okay. 13th pick overall. Okay. A Colts like, pick. They basically traded Buckner for him. Yeah. Well, Just I mean, save money. I mean, 
get him on his rookie deal at Kinlaw. And then if you're the Colts, you already got a established. Yeah, game, young so. established players, pretty good trade. But I mean, everyone knows 49ers have a good defense. I think Richard Sherman's getting old, but I still think he's got another year or two left in the tank. Mm-hmm. Then you got linebackers like Fred Warner, mm-hmm. who's approved himself to be pretty high level linebacker last yeah. year. And then just the edge rushers with uh, Nick Bosa and then D Ford. Then um, Solomon Thomas. Solomon Thomas. Eric Armstead. Yeah, Armstead's a beast. Yeah. It's a pretty stacked defense. And then Quan Alexander. Or, yeah, Quan Alexander. He was hurt last year, I think, in the playoffs. Yeah. Or he maybe played hurt or something. But yeah. he's a pretty good linebacker, too. Right. So I'm high on them again. Yeah, might be boring, but definitely close to being right. Yeah. All right, my number two, I had the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Marcus Peter addition last year helped a lot. Um, and then you add uh, Calais Campbell and Patrick Queen in the offseason. Uh, makes this team really scary, uh, not only on offense, but now uh, their defense. And I uh, was trying to think to myself, um, is this the best secondary? I have another team in mind that definitely could be. but um, They have probably six or seven players in their secondary that could be start like starting caliber players that are good. Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, Jimmy Smith, Earl Thomas, Tony Jefferson. I mean, that's a stacked secondary. Did yeah, I mean Marlon Humphrey I think is so underrated too. He is. I think he was a Pro Bowler last year, but still he's young player coming up. Yeah. Uh what was your number two? I had the Ravens as well, actually. Oh, right. You can't go wrong with that offseason. You bring in uh Campbell and then did they sign Derek Wolf? Uh they did, yeah. And that's that'll help with uh, the Michael Pierce loss. Yeah. The Michael Pierce loss hurts, but I mean he plugged Derek Wolf in, you plug Campbell in. Yeah. That's And I think they uh they franchise tagged um who's their Press. Uh Matt Judon. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they either franchise tagged him or signed him, I can't remember. I forgot about him. Yeah, Matt Judon's a big piece. There's some other players too they have, I'm forgetting. Like linebacker maybe. I know, I'm missing their uh D line and line er. There's like a there's an edge rusher they have. It's pretty good. I can't remember who it is though. Yeah. But Patrick Queen, I like that pick, too. Mm-hmm. That was the need that they needed. Athletic linebacker. He can cover. He can stop the run. Yeah. Yeah, should be good. Was he picked before Kenneth Murray or after? No, after, I believe. Oh, yeah, because uh, uh, Patrick Queen was like sure. I was higher on Queen than Murray, I think. Just coming in, I figured Queen would have went higher than Murray. Yeah. They're both good players. They're kind of similar players, too. To yeah. extent. Very athletic. Well, Which is what you need in today's game. Yeah. All right, my number three was the L.A. Chargers. This is the one I was talking about that could be considered best secondary. Uh, Derwin James coming back to an already crazy secondary uh, match with Bosa and uh, Melvin Ingram. Easily cracks my top three. Uh, Right when we started this, I was like, where is the Chargers? uh, But their secondary of Derwin James, who I think is going to be up there for Defensive Player of the Year. I can see that. Uh, Chris Harris. Casey Hayward, Desmond King, uh, they have another safety that I can't remember. But, I mean, that's a stud secondary, too. So what would you say is the best secondary, um, Chargers or Ravens? That's a tough one. I'll, I'll probably go Chargers, to be honest, right now. Yeah. 
but I mean it's up in the air. They're both pretty good. Yeah, it's a good situation to have. <laughs> yeah, because cornerbacks are tough to come by. That's true. What was your uh, number three? Well, believe it or not, I had the Chargers as well. Hell yeah! On the people same are probably page. like, why the hell are these guys so high on the Chargers when they might not even make the playoffs? Well, they have a damn good defense. Yeah. I mean, Derwin James, freaking stud. Joey Bosa just signed a huge deal. He's out to prove it. Um, yeah, like, like we said, Kenneth Murray. Yeah, Kenneth Murray. He's bringing in uh, Linville Joseph. Mm-hmm. You have Jerry Tillery from Notre Dame, his yeah. first-round pick last year at D-Tackle. Uh, Brandon Meebade might have opted out. I can't remember. I can't remember either. He's a decent player, too. Yeah. I don't know if they still have him. But then um, Melvin Ingram. Yeah. I like it. I like their team a lot, really. Yeah. Yeah, Chargers should be – they should always be in games just because of that defense. Uh, and now with um, – without Phillip Rivers, uh, this is no knock on Phillip Rivers. Love him as quarterback. Um, but maybe with Tyrod Taylor, less interceptions, uh, more diverse offense. He brings a new energy to the team, too. He does, yeah. They've had the same thing for – And I hope he stays in the quarterback – did you happen year. to watch uh, first episode of Hard Knocks? No, I need it's to. on you. The first episode on YouTube. I don't have I HBO. Know. I watched it last night. Huh? It it's kind of a boring episode, but it's you know good it's to see setup. football stuff going again. Yeah, it's with the Rams and Chargers though, so that's kind of different too. Yeah, I definitely need to watch it to see how they set up like um, the, all the safety stuff and. Oh yeah, yeah, it's interesting. The precautions and that they're, they're doing two teams. Yeah, but going back to the Chargers. I think the matchup everyone should be excited to see is Patrick Mahomes versus the Chargers defense twice a year. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I think Chargers should give him problems. Yeah, I think um, if I'm, I mean, I know Baltimore Ravens will play uh, Mahomes. Chargers play him twice. Should be. be a fun battle. Yeah. I think that might be his toughest two games there, Ravens and Chargers. <laughs> Yeah. If any team wants to beat him in the AFC, it could be those teams just because of how their secondary is built. Yeah. And I got another team on here, which I think uh, Kansas City might have to watch out for, but we'll get into that later. Um, so your number three was Chargers. Yep. Uh, my number four was the uh, 49ers. A little behind you on there. But uh, building off last year's success will be hard, uh, but with a mix of like young players, a lot of young players like a defensive front and uh, – some key uh, veterans makes me feel confident that they're definitely gonna be top five, and it's and I think uh, one thing that makes the 49ers so good on defense is because um, their ability to run. They're not on the field a lot. No, not at all. They're fresh. When the ability like they can bring in, they substitute their defensive linemen a lot. Mm-hmm. I think they do like every other series. They bring people in and out. Well, when you're that that deep, yeah. Why not? It's a good problem to have. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that running just definitely helps. Bring, or like, get a long rest. You get fresh. And, yeah. Uh, what was your number four? My number four was the Steelers. So we're kind of in the same. That's weird that we would the have same the top, top four. four. Yeah. But what you said at the Steelers, I like how their defense is built, and I like Mike Tomlin as a defensive-minded coach. Um. Last year, they have two players that could have won Defensive Player of the Year with mm-hmm. Watt and Mika Fitzpatrick. I think That's if, impressive. Yeah. I mean, just you take those two guys and build your defense around them. You don't even have to have other stars by them. I mean, you can just have role players, and you're going to have a good defense. Yeah. Those are two young players that 
I mean, they're this, you know, they're going to build around him. Yeah. All right. Um, since we're on the same page, should we say number five at the same time? See if we got it? I doubt we're the same here, but. All right. Three, two, one. Chills. Oh. oh. All right. It's going to get different now, I bet. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I had the Chiefs. I think the momentum of last or at the end of last season, uh, end of the regular season going to the playoffs, the Chiefs were actually um, a better defense than the 49ers. Oh, really? Yeah, statistically. Uh, but I think that that kind of momentum helps them succeed uh, this season. And uh, getting Chris Jones locked down, uh, Tyron Matthews a stud. I mean, they have pretty key players all around that defense. They, got, they drafted that safety in the second round last year. I can't remember his name, but he started all the games. Did he? Yeah, he was fucking good. Don't they still have uh, Eric Berry? No, Eric Berry's gone. No, oh, I mean, like, didn't they re-sign him? No, well, maybe they didn't. No. I can't remember that guy's name. He's, like, he's a safety or corner, but he's a rookie. He played well. I like him. And then you bring in that rookie from Mississippi State this year, too, a linebacker. Yeah. yeah, they need linebackers. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's their only really deep. Or, and, a, like, maybe number one or at least a number two corner. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Kansas City should be decent. Um, also with, like, Tyrod, uh, Derek Carr, and then Drew Locke in the division. I don't know what to make of that. It's... They're actually really con- – or at least uh, Derek Carr and Tyrod's conservative, so it's not like they'll get a lot of turnovers from them. Drew Locke, I don't know what to expect. I don't either. I'm kind of excited to see him. Yeah. Especially with all the weapons they put around him. Yeah. Should Draft be. Judy and Hamler. Bring in Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Two already know a fan in Cortland Sutton. Yeah. I mean, that's low-key. I think Broncos are a sleeper team to make a – I don't. I don't want to say a playoff push, but I kind of do. Uh, were you on the playoff uh, episode? Yeah. I'll have to go through your notes and see who could be taken out. Um, all right, explain your Bills pick. Bills. Uh, I just like how they like last year. Their defense was really solid, and there's really no one that sticks out on that defense besides Tre'Davious White. Mm-hmm. But I think they just—it's an all-around good defense and good scheme. Uh, you have young players like Ed Oliver, who I think yeah. is going to be a future Pro Bowler. As long as he stays out of trouble now. No. Well, he didn't do anything. You see that report? Mm-mm. He got a DUI, but he blew zeros. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know how that works. Yeah, he had a big Twitter rant about it. but I saw he was, like, pissed off. and shit. Yeah. Like, no, he blew zeros, yeah. and there was no dr- he did a drug test, no drugs. So did he even get arrested? Or yeah, he got like... arrested. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't. I'm assuming he got out of the charges, but <laughs> I, hope so. I don't know what was going on there. Well, thank God they didn't overreact and like release him or something. Yeah, no kidding. Huh. But he's he's stud. Um, Tremaine I Edmonds. Yeah, Tremaine Edmonds, fucking beast. Um, Micah Hyde played really yep, well. Yeah, Micah Hyde. You bring in uh, Mario Addison. Oh yeah. And then you draft AJ Epinesa. Plug him in. I'm not. I'm on the fence about him. He's kind of. He had a poor combine, but I think he's a better player than what the combine shows. Yeah. I mean, on one side, you got to look at uh, college and why he was so high up on, uh, hey, I think you, I win a bet because it wasn't a top Yeah, I bet. said he'd be a top ten pick. Yeah. Um, but I figured they would have 
Well, did they start him? Yeah, they did. I think he had an okay college year. Just uh, kind of really screwed him, and yeah. especially in a de- or decently uh, pretty good edge rushers class. Which is he an edge rusher though, or he's kind of a bigger dude? I'd probably have to look at. He kind of wait. I think he's like a two eighty or two ninety something now. Yeah, but I mean that's ten years ago. That was a typical defensive end. Now they're just getting so much smaller. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can play way 250 and be a DN. True. But yeah, I like, I like what the Bills are doing. Uh, my number six is the Bills. Uh, so we were close. Yeah. A uh, couple of losses this offseason, like Shaq Lawson. Um, Lorenzo this? Alexander retires. Lorenzo Alexander retires. Um, yeah, I, that's why they're not in my top five. But they are consistently good. They're mm-hmm. always a top defense, mostly because in the AFC East, besides the uh, Patriots, really boosts your uh, defensive stats. But uh, yeah, you're either playing the Patriots or Adam Gase. Yeah, <laughs> Dolphins and Jets. <laughs> That's uh, a fuck Adam Gase. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so um, just Bill's consistency, and um, they might not have a lot of great guys, but. You listed them, Tremaine Edmonds, people like that. It's a, it's a weird team because really there's no superstars besides Tredavious White kind of emerging. And he's not really like that not, big of a superstar. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because they're not like a popular team yet. I mean, they're starting to get popular, but. Yeah, ooh, you didn't listen to uh, last week's episode, though. Um, we said if we'd get enough uh, people saying that Joe should be a Bills fan, we're going to record him slamming through a table. Oh, I would like yeah. to see that. Yeah. I'd just, money to see just that. Just welcome him into uh, Bill's Mafia. He'd be a good Bill's fan, I think. He would be. Kind of like uh, Twink with the Bears. Like It just fits. You can see Twink with uh, Ditka sweater. Yeah. Um, the you, mustache. You can see Joe going through a table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me your number six. My number six... This is kind of the talent deal we were talking about at the beginning, but I mm-hmm. had the Chicago Bears. Yep. And get a team with Khalil Mack. You got to throw in there just because he has such an impact on the game. Yeah. But they also have, like, Eddie Jackson, who's, I think, an underrated safety. They are underrated, yeah. He got paid last year, two years ago. Mm-hmm. He had signed a pretty big deal. Then he signed someone like Robert Quinn, who, honestly, I think he got overpaid. Yeah. But, but also underrated. Yeah, underrated, too. And you put, pair him with Khalil Mack. Because he was on the Cowboys last year, and I think he had a pretty good year. Uh, especially... Yeah, with, he had over 10 sacks, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Especially being uh, with... Um, DeMarcus. DeMarcus Lawrence, and then linebackers like Jalen Smith and uh, Leighton Bandresh. Sean Lee. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they lost Leonard Floyd, so you bring in a better option, honestly, I yeah. think. And then, you know, like, uh, Hakeem Hicks, he's playing this year, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Who sat out? Was it Eddie Goldman? Is uh, who's opting out for the Bears? Was it the uh, nose guard? Izzy? I think so. Oh, uh, that's a big loss. I man. know, that's what I thought. They said they have someone to plug in place. They also lost plug and play, but they also lost uh Nick Kowalski mm-hmm. went to the Raiders. Uh they still But they Kyle. still have Rokon Smith and uh Danny Trevathan. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Roquan. Mm-hmm. He's good. Young play and then Kyle Fuller at corner. They lost uh, Prince of Mukamara. They did. 
Uh, I was looking. Oh, uh, definitely. Artie won't. Burns is their other corner. Who he just got hurt. Oh, did he really? He just tore his ACL today. Because he played well with the Steelers, and then he played like shit, and the Steelers cut him. Yeah. Like the Bears signed him. Maybe they I traded knew, for him. But. I knew uh, when it popped up on my phone that it sounded familiar, but I was like, I don't know that name from the Bears. Yeah, he's a Steeler for a while. Yeah, just tore his ACL. Shit. And then I'm trying to think. Oh, they have Buster Screen, but he's more of a slot corner, nickel corner. Okay. I completely agree with uh, talent-wise. I kind of skipped them on my list. Don't have them. Mm. I'll put them in. Well, yeah, even I was like, I didn't really know how to base a list off, like, how good the team's going to be or just defensive talent. Yeah, defense is hard. It is. Because, I mean, you can just go production for those skill positions. Look at the Steelers last year. I mean, they're top ten defense and not a playoff team. I would have put them top five still. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I like the Bears one. That's a good pick. Um, Let's go to number seven. Uh, I had the... Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Yeah. Um, kind of my sleeper one. Uh, playing in the NFC East definitely helps. But they stay healthy. Um, yeah, especially that D-line with uh, Derek Barnett. Um, their linebackers. We got Fletcher Cox. Fletcher uh, Cox. Brandon Graham. Yeah. Uh, and then the addition of Darius Slay. Oh, I... <sighs> I forgot about that addition when I was making my list. Yeah. I was trying to think of their corners. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of uh, like the addition is kind of like under the thing because it was a mist or like amid all the uh, craziness of kind of like the NFL trying to do the offseason while quarantined. Uh, but yeah, I really, I think the Eagles are going to be good this year. I'm high on uh, their offense. High on their defense. I like Darius Slay. My playoff one, I did not have them winning the division. Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, I did too. It'd be fun to see Darius Slay versus Mari Cooper. Yeah. I think uh, Darius Slay's controlled him pretty well in previous matchups. Oh, really? Yeah. He's an underrated player. He really is. I mean,. He's probably just a tier below Jalen Ramsey and Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. But still pro bowler. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, what was your number seven? So, I had the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I like that. J- the Jamal Adams or acquisition is huge. Put him in Bobby Wagner, best safety, best linebacker. Mm-hmm. One of the best safeties. There's a lot of good safeties, but no. definitely and best middle linebacker. My thing is, if they do bring back Clowney, that'd be a pretty stellar defense. Do you think they are? Because uh, their backup plan was to sign Everson Griffin, but now with him going to the Cowboys, if I'm the Seahawks, I'm, I'm going to pay Clowney and just. Well, no, why not even just like a one, one year? Yeah, he'll take a one year. Yeah, you could pay him a one year, twenty million dollar deal. I mean, you can overpay him a little bit for a year. Yeah, it's not going to hurt your uh, Jamal Adams uh, contract signing. No. Uh, Bobby Wagner should be taking, well, he's not going to take a be, uh, pay cut, but the market's going to be different now. They'll be able to sign him through his mid-30s. Yeah. Then they want, I guess. Think of the Seahawks, they run that zone defense. So they can find players. Perfect for Jamal Adams. It will be. It'll be fun to watch. But they can find corners, and you know, that aren't top corners like Ramsey and them, and you can 
play him in his own scheme. And yeah, they did last year. Yeah, I mean, those aren't recognizable names in the secondary. No, I mean the Flowers. Is he a corner there? Yeah, Trey Flowers. And then uh, the uh, Griffin, mm-hmm. Shaquille. There's two the, of them. Well, which one doesn't have the hand? Or does have the hand? I can't. He's in the secondary. Yeah. They have them both on the team, though, don't they? Yep, Shaquem and Shaquille. Shaquille, Shaquille and Shaquem, I think. Shaquem, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I like that pick. God, you are thinking of things I'm not thinking of. Huh. But, like, like I said, it could go. You could, I mean, I'd throw the Eagles in there with them, and I wouldn't even mind that. Yeah, a lot of these defenses, there's a case to be made for two-thirds of the teams. I mean, we're not putting, uh, well, Dolphins are approved, but I'm not putting them top ten. Uh, no. Jets, Jaguars. Nah. Browns, you could throw in the top ten, but I'm not going to. You might. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Uh, all right, let's go to number eight then. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, I like that pick. Uh, they were sneaky good defense last year. Uh, they led the league in rush defense. And Most people probably won't know that, wouldn't know that. No. Um, I mean, they have a very solid D-line. And then um, their uh, their secondary got better throughout the year, Carlton Davis. Um, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's at um, Auburn. And I think uh, he faced DeAndre Ho- or they faced DeAndre Hopkins late in the season and held him, like, below 50 yards or something. Oh, really? I mean, and that's just impressive for a team that was struggling in the secondary. Uh, but I think, and all, and I'm going to go back to uh, the Steelers' uh, reasoning. They have a more conservative quarterback. Jameis Winston isn't turning the ball over uh, 40 times no in a season. Shit. So they won't be put in bad situations where they're going to fail. I mean, Agreed. And now that they uh, they re-signed Sue, they re-signed JPP. They, they got, got the sack leader back from last year. Yeah, they got... Uh, Shaq Barrett. They got uh, young middle linebacker Devin White. They got the most underrated defensive player in the league. Levante David. That's right, Joe. Joe couldn't join us tonight, but he's a big Husker fan. Yeah, shout out, Joe. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a whap for Levante <laughs> David and all those whap. Nebraska boys. Uh, but, yeah, Tampa Bay is my number eight one. I like that pick a lot. Yeah. That's a good one. What's your number eight? My number eight is the Los Angeles Rams. All right. And, you know, I it's hard to leave them out with when you have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Two of the best. But really, there's not much around them. I think they'll figure it out just because those two are so good and they'll still be a good defense. Yeah. But, I mean, I put them in there because of those two players specifically. Yeah, they added Leonard Floyd. Um mm. I'm spacing on some of them. I know, guys. it's... I don't know. They also had a lot of losses, too. They lost uh, Corey Littleton. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a big loss. That cornerback, uh, that, it, like, ghost pass interference. Um, Nikel Roby Coleman. Oh, yep. Um, they still have John... Uh, they cut Clay Matthews. Didn't even pay him. Who's that guy's name? John... John something. He's a safety. Oh... Uh, like, no, I'm talking about. I definitely, yeah. He's a solid player, but maybe they don't have him. I don't know. Did he go to the Raiders? 
I don't know, a lot of people went to the Raiders. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they still have a young players like Taylor Rapp they drafted last year pretty high. Mm-hmm. He's a safety corner out of Washington. And really, when you have Aaron Donald on your D-line, it's going to open up a lot of uh, opportunity for the other D-linemen because Aaron Donald's he'll probably get a double team every play or at oh. least a chip or something. He should. I know. <laughs> he's a game wrecker. You yeah. think he's going to be like, when he's it's all said and done, he's retired, you think he'll be like one of the greatest defense players ever? Yes. I do, too. Because, I mean, what does he have? Two defense player of the years? Sack rec- or sacks for uh, D-tackle, just crazy. It's, he's really not that big of a guy, either, to be playing no, D-tackle. It's just quick. It's, he's like 6'1". That's pretty short. He's I already not over have, 300, either. He's, I can't remember where I heard this. might be the Pat McAfee show. He practices with knives to help with his hand movement. Oh, they're fake knives. They're styrofoam. Oh. But have you seen those videos? No. It's fucking nuts. It looks like they're real knives, and they're just, like, slicing. He's fucking... <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and he's a fucking specimen. Yeah. You've seen pictures of him. He's, like, ripped up, and he's 285. It's freaking nuts. Uh, you, yeah. Then they got to re-sign Ramsey, though, too. How do they have the money for it? I mean, they're going to be paying Donald and Ramsey, and they're going to have to plug in... Probably players we've never even heard of. They're gonna literally have to trade Jared Goff for a bunch of like fifth and sixth round picks just so that they could fill their roster. Cooper Cups. Cooper Cups deal's <laughs> gonna come up soon too. Yeah. He's gonna get paid. Yeah, Robert Woods. I don't remember when his contract's up, but he. I'm expecting a big year from him, but uh, yeah, he can't be far away from a contract extension. No. McVay, I, and then Higby just goes off at the end of last season, and now they might have to pay him. No kidding. They they were smart in getting rid of Gurley. Yeah. Then Cam Akers, a lot of people are probably who the fuck's that, but he's... If I'm drafting fantasy late round, or even like a f- early free agent pickup, I want Cam Akers. Would you rather have Cam Akers or Terrell Henderson? Uh, Cam Akers, I think. Because... Um. Like, he had a really good college career at Florida State, but he was on a shitty Florida State team. Yeah. And then he was the number one running back in the nation. He signed to Florida State when they were good. And then, the, you know, shit-ass team the last couple of years. with Was it Willie Taggart, their coach? Yeah. But he still ran for, like, 1,500 yards yeah. last year. Did the Memphis coach come he, down to Florida State Yes, now? Mike Norvell. Yeah. He's, He's a, a good, good coach. coach. Yeah. Huh. But, yeah, I like what the – I mean – they're making do of what they can in the situation they have with limited money and paying all these people. Yeah, they're not going to be a contender anytime soon, but once they remake the roster. Yeah, another year or two maybe. That And it's the division too. I mean, if I'm if they're in the fucking Cowboys division. They don't make the moves that they did. They don't re-sign Gurley for that much or uh, trade for Brandon Cooks probably. They don't... Um, Swip swap uh, cornerbacks with uh, Keeb Tlaib, then Marcus Peters, then Jalen Ramsey. Trade Marcus Peters for a fourth rounder. It's weird because they had such a good team, and it seems like they kind of fucking ruined it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they just they. But people are getting old and getting old. You gotta uh, pay them. They had to make money to actually sign competent linemen. Because I mean, we saw last year just how bad they were. Your left tackle's damn near 40. He's probably 40 years old, isn't he? Uh, Whitworth? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't still know. good, but I don't remember if they still have uh, John Sullivan. There, uh, I know they have Austin Blythe. The Iowa, yeah. he's not bad. No, but yeah, they're. I don't know. I think I'm staying away from the Rams. Yeah. It's yeah, especially in that division. That's a tough division. Yeah, Even they the might Cardinals. get last, and they might have the most. Well, they don't have the most talented roster, but it's definitely a talented roster. Uh, let's move on to number nine. Uh, I got the Indianapolis Colts. Oh! Yeah. I didn't even put them in there. I love that. Uh, young core with some key veterans like Justin Houston. Um, makes this defense, I think, easily top ten. And uh, if all their young guys develop, I might look foolish just putting them at number nine. Whoa. Uh, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner. Uh, they've drafted some young uh cornerbacks uh you were telling me about a safety that played and a linebacker that played like all 16 games and yeah and like they were actually the highest graded uh players of their position defensive wise as rookies okay. or deep like rookie grading yeah which surprises a lot of people i don't know if that's just because they had to play a lot but still yeah, so and colts have a pretty easy they probably have the best division like easiest yeah. division in the uh afc so and like what you were talking about earlier with the run game, that's what they're going to pound the ball this year with I, several good running backs. Yeah. I'm looking for them to just run the hell Mac, out of the ball. And Mac and Taylor's going to easily get uh, touches, and then Hines. Dynamic player. Yeah. Which should be good for Phil Rivers, too. But yeah, he's what, never really had something like that. Well, let's go to your number nine. My number nine is the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I, you were talking about momentum earlier. I think they're going to come in and just it's they're not going to miss a beat I don't yeah. think offense because offense is going to be clicking the defense is going to get confidence off the offense and it's just yeah honestly and part of the reason that they're my number five is because with the off season we had they had the best advantage they didn't really move pieces around they lost maybe uh, they lost Kendall Fuller but other than that uh, their defense is intact and they, like, know each other. So I think that gives them a big advantage. So, yeah, I like that pick. I love Tyron Matthew. Yeah, the thing, that might, <laughs> the thing that might hurt the Chiefs is actually uh, offense scoring it too much. And Defense on, on the, the field. field yeah, I know. Yeah, then signing Chris Jones. I don't know where they're getting their money. It's insane. Okay, so um, I'll actually do this after our list. Um, I'll circle something. All right. But, yes, I like your number nine. We'll get back to that. Um, number ten, I had the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I like it, though, because it's a young, good defense. Yeah, Miles Garrett's a stud. Stupid fucker, but stud. Which, uh, is he that stupid or is Mason Rudolph that big of a douchebag? Could be both. I'm on the fence about that. I don't know. Rudolph was definitely a douchebag, but to... Rudolph's yeah, one of a couple seconds cocking back. <laughs> Rudolph's one of those guys you look at, and it's like, I kind of want to headbutt you. Punchable face? Yes. Yeah. He could be a nice, I don't know, but. Yeah. We'll have him on the Apparently, Miles Garrett <laughs> thinks the same thing I do, because he used a freaking weapon. Uh, he also could have said a racial slur. I don't know. He could have. Never been confirmed. It'd be shitty if he did, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Miles Garrett uh, leads a 
above average uh, D line. They have a oh god, they have a not Leonard Williams. They have Oliver Vernon. Her. Yeah, they got Oliver Vernon. They uh, they got some dude um, that came over from Packers, I believe. They still have Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon Richardson. Yeah. yeah. He was on the Vikings, maybe. Jets. Jets, yeah. Well, he went. I think he might have went to the Packers or Vikings after the Jets. One of those two. Yeah, I don't, somewhere. <laughs> uh, Mac Wilson looks like a young stud at linebacker, and then Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward being your t- top two corners. I really like that a lot. I think those two are going to be. I think Denzel Ward's the next Jalen Ramsey. I can he had a kind of a down year last year, but he had a great rookie year the year before. Mm-hmm. And he dealt with injury last year. Yeah, he did, and he's playing some well. I mean, he's playing. He was playing the Steelers and well, Bengals offenses, but I mean the Ravens. That's he, tough. You got to go against Juju. Um, yeah. Uh, they played the Chiefs too. That's tough. Okay. Um, let's go to your number ten, and then we'll get into uh, back to the Chiefs. My number ten is the New Orleans Saints. Mm. I I had a really hard time not that's putting them same. in my list. They're kind of like the Bills, not yeah. like big star powers besides their corner. Oh, I guess uh, Cameron Jordan. Yeah, Cameron Jordan's beast. Cameron Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore. You bring in um, Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, he's yeah. He's old, but I think he's still a good player. Yeah. And then another underrated defensive player, Demario Davis. Oh, which, he is, yeah. Which he's gotten all pro before, but I still think he's underrated. Very underrated. He's getting older, but... You're right on that. Yeah, he is very underrated. Uh, has Marcus Williams, a young safety... Yeah, and then uh, Marcus Davenport too, a young DN they drafted in the first round a couple of years ago. Oh, he I'm hasn't not... really lived up to his potential yet, but I mean, everyone's high on him still. Yeah, I really should have picked the Saints. That's a good. Well, pick. I, yeah, I like your pick though too. I mean, it's kind of one of those deals. It's... Uh, number ten's uh, worth some sleepers. Yeah, I'm gonna put a sleeper. It's gonna be at number ten. You got sleepers? Oh no, I just meant. Well, I, I got a couple put... sleepers. Er, right. A couple just missed. I put. I had the uh, Vikings, which everyone is saying if the corner's gone. And I keep arguing with I know. <laughs> just, you got to wait and see. I promise you. And then I had the Titans and the Eagles. Okay. Okay, yeah. Titans, another team with really no star power. Mm-hmm. But you had someone, uh, they added Vic Beasley, which he isn't showing up to shit, so I don't know what the deal is there. You heard about that? Yeah. Like, they couldn't get a hold of him and didn't come to... Oh, he got his big contract, and then he was like, oh, fuck this shit. Yeah. Weird. But I you believe he led the league in sacks just, like, 2014. That's weird. But Ray, I'm Titans with Frable coaching, defense in mind, you know. Mm-hmm. And their linebackers are so athletic. Yeah. Uh, Rashawn Evans and mm-hmm. uh, Jay and Brown, or Jay and can't remember his name. Uh, I know. Jalen Brett. Jaylen I think it's Jayon. Jayon? Yeah, something. And you were totally right with uh, Simmons, the D-tackle, being a stud. They got. A oh, yeah, role. Jeffrey Simmons. Yep. They even uh, parted ways with Jarrell Casey. Yeah. Who are their uh, DNs, edge rushers? They were on a 3-4, I guess. Linebackers, technically. They signed Vic Beasley to be one of them, and then... Yeah, I... I don't know. I'm spacing on the Titans. I I can't think either. They got a good corner too out of USC. Okay. Um, Should help with the Logan Ryan. What's his name? Replacement. He's an athletic corner. Okay. But yeah. 
right. I like those sleepers. I did not write any down. Um, but going back to the Chiefs, uh, with where's the money coming from, now that they signed Travis Kelsey to a four-year deal, is Tyree Kill out? I don't see how they're going to pay him. Maybe they dra- Maybe they had this plan all along, and they drafted McCole Hardman just for this. Well, I mean, just with his history, it's hard to pay someone guaranteed money. Yeah. Unless they put a clause in, you know, if you if you mess up, you know. Oh. All right. Well, uh, we are going to take a break. Uh, once we get back, we will go to top ten coaches. Stay tuned. And we're back. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, we are doing top ten coaches now. Um and this one was really hard. It was. It's kind of one of those, like, we're not, it's not going to be off the team's record. We're just going, like, I am anyway, the top, mm-hmm. who I think are the top coaches in the game. Yeah, right now. I, I think I did it, like, um. I mean, there's, I have some young guys in here, but just who I feel like, you know, they came in, established their system, had success, mm-hmm. are going to have success in 2020, 2021 here. Yeah, I kind of, I did a mixture of how I think they're going to do and kind of what they've already done. I gave props to. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's the coaches that have already done a lot and put their team in good position because I don't have a single coach in here that hasn't done already a good job. No, so, like some of them, like the rookie coaches, I wouldn't throw them in. But. Oh, no. Or like... Um, well, obviously, I'm not going to throw Zach Taylor in there, but I don't even have I I don't even have Sean McVay in here. Yeah, so uh, let's get to it. Uh, my number one, Andy Reid. Um, thank God he finally won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, no kidding. He he deserved it. He did. He's a great coach, and he's set up for the next ten years. Even beyond his coaching, all like the assistant coaches under him that have went on to be head coaches, yeah. it's crazy. Like yeah. his coaching tree. Mm-hmm. Wasn't uh, Doug Peterson a coaching tree? Yeah. Uh, Matt Nagy, um, another one just got a job. There's several. Yeah. He's I mean, basically, um, without the Super Bowls, Bill Belichick. Well, yeah, and his offensive coordinator probably should have been. Oh, yeah, he should have been the... Uh, Eric B. Enemy, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think him, um, now Browns coach, uh, Stefanski, and then uh, Sala from the 49ers. 49ers, defensive coordinator. I think they were all up for that job. Which, if I'm the enemy, like, if I was the enemy, I'm staying there. Mm-hmm. I want to stay there, just like McDaniels did with Belichick. I'll stay. Fucking yeah. be the highest paid O coordinator. I don't know if he is, but well, he, he gets, will be. You get some rings, and once Andy Reid decides to retire, guess what? You get Patrick Mahomes. That's all you. So, uh, yeah, what was your number one? Uh, I had Andy Reid as well. Respect. Can't go wrong with his history and then the future even. Yeah. he's. I feel like he's got a couple more Super Bowl rings coming to him. They definitely have a good thing set up in Kansas City. Uh, let's go to number two. I don't think there's much debate on uh, the number one spot. No. Uh, number two, I had Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh. Uh, kind of love talk- Mike Tomlin. My favorite head coach. Really? I think so. Uh, I do like him a lot. A lot of respect, especially with everything coming out about Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, 
managing like personalities and then how they still have always like a top top offense but he's a defensive minded coach and why they've had put, different coordinators too i mean it's just yeah um the old douchebag what's his name yeah i he's think the old corner at the browns oh hugh I, jackson got fired oh freddie kitchens no um, the hell was his name I don't know. Anyway, go on. Uh, a lot of Mike Tomlin is history because I'm such a fan of him. But also, I I think I've had a Pittsburgh Steeler in every one of these rankings except running back. So, uh, not tight end either. Scratch that last comment. Uh, yeah, I just really like him a lot. Uh, you're number two. My number two, I... Had Bill Belichick. Love it. Can't go wrong with Bill. I might not be a fan of him, but I don't think anyone can argue what he's done and how good of a coach he is. And really, this year, I mean, they still have a shot to be a playoff team. And it's going to be really fun to see if Cam Newton does with Bill. Yeah. I think it'll work out well. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. Set, like A lot of people say like the personalities aren't going to correlate. But shit, Bill coached Randy Moss. And they did fine. There's yeah. no distraction. Yeah. And I think even like Bill's gonna feed off of Cam's energy and Cam's, you know, Cam's gonna learn a lot from Bill. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, one of the things uh that I did here was uh you know how Bill's always picked up veterans like uh well, like Randy Moss, that worked mm-hmm. out well. He also picked up Chad Ochocinco, which didn't work out well, released him two weeks in maybe. Uh the Antonio Brown thing. Released them after one week of getting them. Uh, there was another one I was thinking of that I can't think. Of. Uh, Demarius Thomas. Yeah, but uh, those those all weren't like. I mean, they could have been personality issues, but I think it's more play issues. Socho Senko's pretty washed up. Demarius Thomas is pretty washed. I don't think Antonio Brown was. No, he wasn't. But he had that deal with the league with yeah. his the allegations out on him that he was going to get suspended. Regardless of what happened, yeah. So I mean, he's already suspended eight games this year, if he does resign. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the thing is, um, and they brought up that point, and then they were thinking, what if Cam Newton is one of those guys where they test him out, maybe personalities or his foot's not right, and they release him, and it's one million off their cap. Yeah, but if it does work out, it's one million dollars, and you have a. Pro Bowl level quarterback and MVP, potentially or former MVP. I think. Well, I think I'm excited to see how McDaniel's and Bill work with him. Like, what kind of offense do they run? Yeah, because they're going to change things up. Obviously, it's different style of quarterback. Completely different. The nice thing is uh, James White's still there, so he'll have like his poor man's Christian McCaffrey. Um, Julian Edelman's still there, reliable target. Um, Got some young receivers, too, that still could be good. Yeah, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers. It'll, it'll definitely be interesting. And then Bill Belichick still has uh, defense where he can plug and play. He he gets his defensive players knowing that um, they could play multiple positions. Which is smart. He, he can run multiple coverages with them. I mean, he's a defensive coach. Yeah, and then another reason I had him – well, everyone would have him this high or high, top five at least. But just the way he can, like, let, like, Pro Bowl-level players walk away and not resign them. 
that he looks like a genius for doing it. He really does. Um, Trent Brown was uh, our either right tackle or left tackle. Uh, goes, signs with the Raiders. Not that great of a pick. Same with uh, Nate Solder. Um, the DN for the Lions. Oh, yeah. He's still uh, good, but it's not. Flowers. If they would have paid him, they wouldn't have. You gotta pay him. You gotta pay Gilmore. It'd be like a Rams oh, situation. You couldn't yeah. pay anyone else. Um, Jamie Collins. He left again. Yeah, left again. Even you though, he, well, I guess he's getting his money. It's insane. Bills made him so much money. <laughs> yeah, but it's just he can let these players walk, and he brings in someone you've never heard of. And they they can, have the same like, production. Look at Kyle Van Noy. Like who heard of him? Yeah. And he uh, signed a huge contract with the Dolphins. Yeah, who was a um, dude that uh, retired like two years ago? Um, he was on the Pat McAfee show. Um, totally spacing it. Darius Butler? No. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, that's a good pick, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three, John Harbaugh. Um I mean, he's a Super Bowl winning coach, so he deserves to be up here. Uh, but also the way that he reinvented his offense instead of Joe Flacco being Lamar Jackson, the success it happened, and then I'm also going off of uh, what I think they'll do this year. Um, I see Lamar Jackson progressing as a passer, and then that defense, as we talked about earlier, is going to be crazy good. So I, John Harbaugh was an easy three for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like that pick. Just, like, think of a head coach. Most of them, like, they have too big of an ego to change their whole system. Yeah. And he embraced it and did it. And also, you see, they just worked out Des Bryant. I did. Who do you think they're more likely to sign, Antonio Brown or Des Bryant? I'd say Des at this point. <coughs> but Jack texted me over the weekend and said Des was also potentially working out with the Green Bay Packers. Would be huge. Mike McCarthy goes to the Cowboys. Des Bryant goes to uh, the Packers. Des, like, people might think he's washed, but he's not that old yet. Well, he's not that old. He, um... It's Saints, not like he ever fell off, you know. Saints look, said he looked good, um, before he Towards tore. Achilles. Yeah. That would have been fun to see in the playoffs. Yeah. Des and Michael Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been an insane pairing. But yeah. But speaking of Saints, my number three. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. I just I like what he's done in his career and him and Drew Brees are a hell of a tag team. I love his offenses. I love how he utilizes uh, Alvin Kamara. Bush. Bush. But yeah, I shout do. out Bushlight for fueling us for this podcast. <laughs> uh yeah, I like that Sean Payton pick. Yeah, you can't go wrong with him. No. He's... How long has he been a head coach? Seems like quite a while now. Since Drew Brees been in the league? Well, he coached... He won the Super Bowl against the Colts. Whatever year that was. 2008? No, 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 11. Yeah. Because Colts won in 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know what's also weird about the Saints? How... For the longest time, it might have been like mid two thousands, they were a consistent seven and nine or eight and eight team, with Drew Brees staying healthy. And I mean, he was getting five thousand yards, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. I think that's weird because like 
not a lot's changed. They've always had like a reasonable defense. Uh, they've always had uh, a wide receiver like Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks. Um, totally spacing on the. They had Reggie Bush at running back for yeah. some of the years. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl with them, but still. Yeah, I think that's weird. Deuce McAllister. Another thing, the Cowboys fucked up because I think Sean Payton was an assistant under uh, Bill Parcells in Dallas. Really? I think they went with Jason Garrett maybe instead of him. Don't quote me on that, but mm. before like Sean Payton was big, he was just an assistant. Yeah, the Saints hired him. Imagine huh. if the Cowboys would have hired him instead of. The league would be turned upside down. Be weird. It's one of those things to look back on. Like, uh, number four, I had Bill Belichick. I don't think I have anything to add. He's a winner. He's probably going to win more this year. Uh, your number four, Peter Carroll. <laughs> I like it. I mean, he's. He likes beats. Yeah, he does. He's he's the oldest coach in the league. Do you know that? I did know that. And he, he looks like he's 50. Would you, he's in his 70s. If you looked at him and Bill Belichick, would you say, oh, Pete Carroll's older? No. But Pete, going, like, his coaching anyway, I love his energy. And he's had, since he's came into the league, the Seahawks, he's, has he had a losing record? I don't, I don't think, think he has. So. I'm not sure, but I don't think he has. Yeah. And, you know, that's crazy for, like, an older college coach coming in to the NFL and doing that. Yeah. No, he is very good. People may not like him, but you got to respect him. I know. I'm not a huge fan of him, but what he's done, you know, what he's probably still going to do, I don't know if they'll win a Super Bowl again, but, I mean, they could. Yeah. But they're always going to have a good team, I think. Yeah, they're making moves. They are. Um, all right. Uh, number five, I had Kyle Shanahan. Uh, this is one of the young coaches that I'm kind of predi- predicting um, off of last year. Uh, definitely has a definitely has the pieces on offense. Obviously, the defense is great. Um, not going to go into the defense because we went through that, but. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is capable of doing game manager stuff, and they built the offense to run the ball and to pass it occasionally. And uh, with that kind of philosophy, I mean, they kind of did old school, got to the Super Bowl, and then they lost to a new school type yeah. system. It's fun to watch Shanahan coach. Like, they'd go through how he'd set up for plays. Like, yeah. he'd run, like, dives, like, two times in a row. Then it's set up like a play action, and Kittle would run this route, be wide open. Yeah. And, like, Shanahan would call it, too. The way he gets George Kittle wide open, even after he's the best tight end, is insane to me. Especially when he was doing it with uh, C.J. Beathard or, um, oh, what's that, Mullins, guys? Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. The way he was doing it with that, even. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a really good coach. And then, like, someone like Raheem Moster, who's played for seven different teams, and he's only 27. And he, how just he picked just that talent up. Yeah. I mean, Moster has the speed. He's one of the fastest backs in the NFL, but mm-hmm. Shanahan utilized it. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you're number five. Uh, Mike Tomlin. He's, like I said, he's my favorite coach in the NFL, I think. Yeah. I just love, not really, I don't, not high on the Steelers. I mean, I think they'll have a good year, but. I'm not really a fan of him, but I just like the way he coaches. Mm-hmm. Like how you said he like kept uh, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in check. Like you know how they had all these 
personality, attitude problems, mm-hmm. but you never heard about it. Yeah, even like right now, um, Big Ben, very off personality. A lot of people don't like him, but he stays like quiet and says what needs to be said. Uh, Juju, very uh, explosive personality. Likes it's to not a bad. It's not Juju's isn't bad. It's like fun. Yeah, but you don't. He's not making the ass of himself no. on the field or anything. No, and I think that's good coaching. If you're if you're not like getting penalties like uh, um, after the touchdown or yeah taunting ones and they don't. Mike Tomlin's a good coach, and you can't beat those fucking aviators he wears. Yeah, he's like he, a badass. Yeah, he does. And he's like he looks like he could go suit up at safety and wreck someone. Yeah, he looks like a bad man. All right. You're going to like this one. Number six, Frank Reich. Whoa! Yeah. God, I love that. Uh, I didn't even have him in my top ten either. What are you doing, Colts fan? Well, I picked them second seed in the playoffs in one of the last podcasts, <laughs> and I felt, should. I don't know. I feel like everyone would be like, oh, he's a Colts fan. Uh, you got to embrace it. I know. Uh, but, yeah, Frank Reich, um, once he started being a coach at Indianapolis, you saw the impact that he had. Especially um, being the second choice too. That's a lot of <laughs> Yeah, a lot kind of, of people kick, are, kick to the nuts. You know, you know. Like, yeah, if you don't win, you're gonna be like, Oh, well, wish we would have gotten uh McDaniels. McDaniels. How yeah, weird of a situation so, is that? That's pretty messed up. That's what I thought. <laughs> Burning bridges. But yeah, Frank Reich uh, completely redid the offense, made one of the uh, worst O-lines, one of the best O-lines. Um, defense is improving every year. Um, just needs that uh, consistent quarterback play probably to get over the hump. Probably wishes he maybe got Tom Brady and Silver Rivers. I don't know. but I know. I wish it'd be nice if they had like a young guy you know, you could bank on for five-plus years mm-hmm. instead of Rivers where you might have a year or two and then you Got to find someone else. Yeah. Uh, but they could win some games. Brock Purdy, possibly Ooh. them. I would. My life would be complete. Brock Purdy with Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Holy cow! And then TJ or Ty Hilton, Michael Pittman Jr. and Paris uh, Campbell. Paris Campbell. I like it. Great offensive line. All right, what's your uh, number six? Kyle Shanahan. I think we pretty much talked about it all, but it must be in the genetics, though. His dad's a Hall of Fame coach. Who knows? Kyle could be a better coach than him someday. Yeah, he's got a good start. Just the way he, like, runs his offense, like we talked about. Super Bowl appearance in the first three years. He's young. Right? Yeah. For two or? Yeah, three. Three, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I know John Lynch has been there three years. Stat check with that on us uh, listeners. Yeah. But he's a young coach. and I like it. Uh, number seven had Pete Carroll. Um, I don't know. I'm Salt not, coach. not a big fan of him. Not Just either, but can't go wrong with what he's done. I, I do hope that uh, this year Pete Carroll kind of – Changes with the times, and uh, Russell Wilson gets more pass attempts. I understand running helps with uh, play action, 
Um, and uh, but they've also drafted to help him, or uh, signed to that maybe indicates that he's going to pass more. Uh, Tyler Lockett, um, he's a mid-tier wide receiver. He's not a star, but he's definitely not like a number. Well, he uh, would you say he's a more fit as a number two? Probably. And they hope that DK Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be a good complimentary receiver. But yeah, if Russell Wilson, I mean, I feel like you got the bull in the shoot. He's got to let him go. Yeah. Russell Wilson. I think he could turn the league upside down if you just let him, you know, do his thing. Yeah. Like with what Andy Reid does with Mahomes. He's not going to, like, put up Mahomes' numbers, I don't think. But, I mean, he could get close. I mean. And he's going to be efficient doing it. He's one of the most efficient quarterbacks since Aaron Rodgers been doing it. Yeah, so. I mean, you see when he has to, like, make a play, skate the pocket, mm-hmm. he usually succeeds. He looks like Deshaun Watson once you let him loose. Yeah. It's weird comparing him to a younger player. It is. But, but I mean. They've never really let him throw over 30 times a game. Yeah. I mean, he usually only has 20-some attempts. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if anything, this is the year because, uh, Obviously, they don't have Marshawn Lynch, but also Chris Carson's is a little banged up and help him out. Yeah, you're number seven. Number seven, John Harbaugh. Kind of, we're in the same boat with our picks, I think, so far. Yeah. Do we have one off? Or what was your uh, number three? Sean Payton. I don't know if you have him yet. I don't. Go, go, go ahead, both though. No, with Harbaugh, like we talked about earlier, the fact that he can like. He's had his, you know, his coaching scheme all these years. Won Super Bowl with that scheme, Joe Flacco, and he just changed everything for Lamar, and had great success doing it. it just, I mean, it solidifies him as a top coach, in my mind. And before that, you didn't really look at him as a top coach. No, not at all. I mean, because before anything, you credit the defense probably for that Super Bowl. Yeah, and he had some good coordinators too under him. That I mean, like jo- Chuck Joe Pagano Flacco did a, have a great playoff series or year that round. But. Yeah, he did. But just the fact that he did that and embraced it too, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Oh. I mean, if you have a head coach who like can do that. I mean, the sky's the limit for that team because yeah. he's open to anything. You know that helps the team. Like his ego's not going to get in the way of that. Uh, let's go to number eight. I got Doug Peterson, Eagles. It's a good pick. Yeah. Um, won the Super Bowl a couple years ago with a backup quarterback. Um, and I'm very interested to see how uh, Carson wins. And I don't, I don't really buy uh, the Jalen Hurts is going to be part of the offense. No, um, I don't either. But... Um, I might have said that I did before, but now that I think about it more, I don't think just because I think they want to groom him into being a quarterback. Yeah, or just uh, yeah. I mean, they 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 obviously saw something if they picked him uh, second round, but I think the best that they could do is groom him for that one year and then maybe get him more involved, like a Taysom Hill or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and he's definitely going to be a better passer than Taysom Hill. And maybe they're going to evaluate because Wentz signed that deal couple years ago mm-hmm. pretty big deal it's probably gonna be coming up soon maybe they just want to see like with his injury history like if he gets hurt again it's hard not to move away from that i know i mean because they're gonna have to pay him a lot of money regardless yeah so i mean he's still a young guy yeah he is 
So I let someone else take that chance. Yeah, then you could just kind of slowly rebuild. Mm-hmm. Not really a rebuild, but just kind of a step back and try to figure everything out. And if Hertz does have the potential, like, he could. I think he could. Yeah, I'd like to see what they're saying about him in training camp. Because I, I, I know I've probably brought this up, but the fact that uh, he got downgraded the second round after uh, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield from the same offense go number one overall, but he has uh, the exact or better numbers. I, I didn't really... I understand the arm is different. He's more running, mm-hmm. but I don't know. He also didn't have uh, Marquise Brown or C.D. Lamb, uh, Mark Andrews to throw to. And you got to think, too, like, he started as a freshman under Nick Saban's offense. That's crazy. I know Alabama quarterbacks generally aren't that good of pros, but... And didn't he lead them to a national championship? I think so, And yeah. then also, um, I mean, he got replaced with Tua, but... Tua's... That's a talent. He was different. Yeah. Tua's a different breed. But I know what you're saying, like, Kyler and Baker. Yeah. Uh, you're number eight. My number eight was Bruce Arians. Ooh, I like that I think, well, obviously, you bring in Tom Brady and Gronk. That's huge for him. Mm-hmm. But just the fact, like, when he was at Arizona, he had some damn good teams with, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't expect him to be that good. Mm-hmm. And Carson Palmer's a good quarterback, but he's not like he's, you know, he had all the injuries. He was really good, had all the injuries, and then Bruce Arians kind of brought him back, you know. Yeah. And Bruce Arians is a guy who, like, he didn't get a shot as a head coach till. He's in his late his 60s. This, this decade. Yeah, because his first head coaching, technical head coaching, was when Chuck Pagano. Interim head coach. Yeah, yeah, he was an interim with the Colts, and then he signed with the Cardinals the year after, and then instant success. Yeah. I mean, David Johnson was top running back in the league. Tyron Matthews was a uh, leading defensive player of the year candidate before he tore his ACL. And Carson Palmer slinging it all over the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they were number one. That year in the conference. Yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what he does with all that talent in Tampa Bay. I mean, I know he had some talent in Arizona, but not like what he's got in Tampa Bay. No. You're taking an old Carson Wentz versus Tom Brady. You're taking, um, I can't even remember who they're, like, not Larry Fitzgerald, but, like, the other leading. John Brown. John Brown, yeah. J.J. Nelson. Yeah. Mike Evans. Chris Godwin's more comparable to Larry Fitzgerald. And then uh, maybe Jermaine Gresham or uh, something like that as their tight end. O.J. Howard Gronk. And the defensive side, you got two Pro Bowl linebackers. You got sack leader. Yeah, Levante David, JPP, Sue. Well, yeah, it's definitely going to see be interesting what uh, Bruce Arians can do and I'm also interested to see uh, what style they run are they going to be uh, more aggressive like he usually does with big arm Carson Palmer or Jameis Winston or are they going to go more uh, kind of game manager style with Tom Brady I think it will be a mix of both yeah see what he said about Brady they asked about something and Arians goes well he gets cussed out just like the rest of them which and that's probably the way he's traded with Bill Belichick Brady goes nothing new to me yeah. That was his reply. Which yeah, is good, well, I mean. You talked about it earlier. Bill Belichick cut uh, Pro Bowl talent. 
because they're the same to them. Yeah, and that just, like, so when the team sees, like, Arians is, like, cussing out Brady, you know, telling mm-hmm. him he does wrong, then, like, I'm not fucking safe if he's getting cussed, cussed out. Well, just, like, makes, like, it the team's going to respect Arians for doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, this guy, he's mm-hmm. legit. If he's cussing out the GOAT. Yeah, I mean, shit. They're gonna play their ass off for him, probably. Yeah, and Tom they don't Brady. want to fuck up and get cussed out, you know. Yeah, and Tom. So Brady. I guarantee everyone else gets cussed out way worse than Tom Brady does. Yeah, and Tom Brady's not gonna take any exception to it either. He's no, a, he's a pro. Yeah, he probably embraces it honestly. Mm-hmm. All right, number nine had Sean Payton. Uh, we kind of went over it. Um, you're good for that long. You got Drew Brees. You got that connection. He's. Runs a good offense. I love his offense. He is adjusting, too, with Taysom Hill being part of that. I'll tell you what. If I'm playing Madden, I'm, you know, doing a little franchise action, always picking the Saints offense. Really? It's the only thing I run. Yep. Don't know why, but I don't, it's probably not accurate either. It's Madden. <laughs> but big Sean Payton offense guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's adjusting, too. He's kind of in the Harbaugh situation. I feel bad for putting him number nine, but... Uh, you also got to look at lack of playoff success in recent years. He, he is a damn good coach. Um, what, does he have two Super Bowls? One? I think one. Well, did they make it to two? They made it to two. Um, Who did they lose to? Steelers. Yeah. That sounds right. But, um... No, he... He, he, um, he has much respect. Uh, you're number nine. I had Mike Zimmer. All right. <laughs> All right. I, know. Yeah. I, I I like that because I like Mike Zimmer. Um, and look at the uh, coaching branch he's having now. Yeah. I mean, I kind of based it off that, but just like he's had a lot of success with the Minnesota teams, and he's kind of built that team. And one thing that's very underrated, and I, I do like your uh, Mike Zimmer pick, it shocked me. But um, kind of the uh, cycle of quarterbacks he had, because he had Teddy Bridgewater, he had success. Then he had uh, Sam Bradford, he had success. Sam Bradford led the league in completion percentage. Then he had Case Keenum, he was near the top in completion percentage. Now he has Kirk Cousins, and they're doing very well. Yeah, and he's never had like a fucking stud quarterback, you know. No. And he's always built, like he's a, I think he's a defensive mind. He is, Always yeah. built pretty good defenses. It's just, I don't know, he's continuing, like, they've had their fair share of, like, people leaving, injuries, and he's always had, like, a steady team, you know. Yeah. Good team. And I believe he got Not ex- like a Super Bowl contending team, but. He got extended this offseason. He, he did, yeah. Yep. So, honestly, I like him as a coach. Yeah. Minnesota will always be in the division title uh, conversation just with him being a coach alone. And you can... I mean, you really can't say that about any other coach in the uh, NFC North. No, they're so young. It's. Yeah. I mean, if McCarthy is still there, maybe throw him in, but yeah. who knows? Yeah, he's probably the best coach in the NFC North. All right, let's go to number 10. This one was hard. I had Matt LaFleur for a while, but I went with Mike McCarthy. You got to go... Uh, Basically, they're past, um, and he did some great things with some great quarterbacks, and um, a lot of this, uh, I mean, I did account for that, but 
a lot of it's this upcoming season. I think he's going to do well with Dak Prescott. He's a quarterback's coach. He helped Brett Favre and uh, Aaron Rodgers. And now he's got Dak Prescott. Who I, think, uh, I see a lot of similarities between Brett Favre and Dak. Mm-hmm. Um, they just led the league in uh, average yards per play. And now he's never had a Ze- or back or yeah running back like Zeke, so I'm very excited to see. I know. I hope he utilizes Zeke. I know we talked about before how he's never had like a back that he's. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had good Amon Green, obviously. Yeah. Could be a Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he was dominant. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so I I this kind of respect for Mike Carthy, and it's kind of a backhanded slap to Matt LaFleur even though I really like M- Matt LaFleur I think he he completely helped that uh, Green Bay team with uh, their running game being mm-hmm. the focal point of the offense instead of putting it on Aaron Rodgers back I mean he, he reinvented that offense of what Mike McCarthy was and it helped them because they had such good backs so I listened to that Bustin' with the Boys podcast mm-hmm. Taylor Luan and Will Compton and Matt LaFleur was the O coordinator in Tennessee when they were there, and they called him uh, BDN. Or BDM, yeah. What was that? It's like Big Dick Matt or something. <laughs> they said he was like really like, they said he's kind of weird, but he's so focused on the game. Yeah. They said he looked like one of those guys that just has like a huge dick on him. It's one of those little, <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. Weird, weird deal, but. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I guess I don't know what that means, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a football guy. I like him. Yeah, I I gave the respect to Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, year number ten, Sean McVay. I I like so him. So I know like he's probably not going to make the playoffs this year, but two years ago he took Jared Goff to the Super Bowl as our youngest head coach. All right, let's talk about that for a second. Is Jared Goff a franchise quarterback? I, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to upgrade from him because it's hard to get a quarterback that can have success. Yeah. Which Goff can have success, but I don't think he's ever going to, like, he's never going to take a leap to be the stud elite. quarterback you want. You know, elite, yeah. Well. So they're kind of in a weird situation, I think. Would you say, like, his ceiling's possibly, like, well, I don't even know, Matt Ryan? Yeah. But also, can you? I can definitely see maybe Jared Goff having an MVP type year, um, but no one expected that for Matt Ryan. And I'm kind of thinking more uh, pre MVP year of Matt Ryan. Maybe like a mm, no. I don't like the Matthew Stafford comparison. Uh, I don't know. I wonder if maybe he's Andy Dalton. He very well could be. Always puts up decent numbers. Uh, maybe struggles because the team around him isn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. See, if he wants success, he's gonna have to have a team around him. Yeah, like he when they went to the Super Bowl, Todd Gurley was going off. Todd Gurley was going off, and they had a way better line. Yeah, I don't. You know, I just don't see him ever like taking a next leap to being elite. That, that's the thing with. But Gurley. he's always he's gonna be solid. Yeah, I mean, if you can't find another quarterback, you're gonna want him because he can play. Yeah, I just don't think he's. Special, yeah. I mean, I think we've probably it's probably what he's playing now is probably ceiling. I think, yeah. 
Yeah, I can just see that. Above one. average, above average, mm-hmm. but not anything spectacular. Yeah, uh, and that's also the thing um, with the O line play. Uh, he's clearly a pocket passer, mm-hmm. and um, you can see him getting uncomfortable when he gets pressure. So the line is definitely critical for him to be successful. For sure. But with with McVeigh, you know, you never know. Yeah, what I, he might yeah. draw up. Yeah, I just you know being that young going to the Super Bowl. When he did, it's hard for me to leave him off the list. Yeah. All right. Did you have any um, sleepers? I did. I had uh, Doug Peterson, which you had. Yep. And I also had Sean McDermott, Sean the Bills coach. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. He is very underrated as a mm-hmm. coach. He just got extended too. Yeah, just uh, what he's done with like the Bills team, like we talked about earlier, with no with still no ta- star talent no. on offense or defense. Yeah, just a solid team. Yeah, and they're. Um, I don't know whether this is uh, McDermott or the uh, front office, but they're doing a good job building around Josh Allen, too. Because mm-hmm. he's got a huge arm, giving him uh, John Brown and uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, Singletary, Zach Moss. Fun it, fact, did you know Sean McDermott and Mike Tomlin played college football together? I did not. Heard that somewhere. I don't know if it's accurate completely, but... Mike Tomlin and Sean McDermott? Pretty sure, yeah. Well, they both look pretty athletic, so... Um, my sleepers would be, well, not a sleeper, but close, um, Matt LaFleur, definitely. And then I also had Brian Flores. Really? Yeah. I mean, kind of just, uh, the way he turned it around. They were, they were supposed to win a game last year, and they ended up winning five. Yeah, beat the Patriots and made them lose a, uh, first round bye that possibly... Screwed him over. Yeah. Um, could have changed the entire playoffs around. Because then Tennessee Titans play Chiefs first round. But, Titans uh, made a hell of a run. Yeah. Um, yeah, beat the Patriots. And they've done it the past two years, too, with the uh, old Kenyon Drake uh, back pass. Oh, yeah. And then Gronk missed. That was so, crazy. But Brian, oh, I guess he wasn't there for that. But um, Adam Gase, fuck him. <laughs> but no, uh, he def- should have been number one on our <laughs> top head coaches. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Um, but yeah, Brian Flores is a hell of a coach. Uh, and now, even with more talent on his team, I'm not saying they're going to the playoff. I'm not saying that uh, he's going to be coach of the year. I'm saying he's a good coach, and uh, with all the recent uh, bad coaches coming out of Patriots, he's definitely a good one. Things are on the uprise, though, Vrabel. Well, Vrabel wasn't technically the coach of the Patriots, but... Yeah, he's kind of a descendant. Yeah, Morris and Vrabel are the only two, I think, that are going to have success. I'm not a big uh, Patricia fan. Yeah, he's he's weird. I think he really hurt himself just with that locker room, and now I don't think he'll be able to succeed. Yeah, if he loses the locker room. He, he probably has the football mind. Just he lost the locker room, and now it's over. Yeah. Lost Darius Slay. Yeah, they probably should have just fired him this offseason and started new. But also, it's really hard on Matthew Stafford too, because yeah, he goes coaches through. He's been through head coaches, offensive coordinators, 
R.I.P. Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> I don't think he's dead. He's just gone. <laughs> That's a football name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our list. Um, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, our Twitter, at Scoop Podcast, and Instagram, Scoop, then the symbol, underscore, and then score. Very confusing. Gets the job done, though. Gets the job done. Uh, Joe needs a team, so comment what team Joe should root for. Yes. I think we only had one. It's the Bills. Probably the Bills, but it just if you don't like the Bills, then... Put Let them know. Give us some input. I know some Chiefs fans listen to this. Oh, d- I thought you were going to say something. No, no. Uh, uh, Vikings fans, Green Bay Packers. Uh, could you see them as a uh, Chiefs no. head? No, no, not Packers, not Vikings, not Chiefs. Doesn't fit him. No. It's got to be like a rugged, tough team. Like the Bears. I said Raiders. Bills, Raiders. Um, can you? Hell, I don't know. I I also like. Can you imagine just Joe? You're watching TV and he's in the dog pound. Um, yeah, actually, Browns would be a good fit. I know he doesn't like the Browns, but yeah, I could see that. He he likes the Bengals. I think low key. Oh, he definitely does, and he's high on them. He loves Joe Burrow. Is it because he left Nebraska and won a championship? He's like, well, we basically won it. They didn't even offer it. <laughs> oh, they Burrow did. wanted to go to Nebraska, and they wouldn't yeah. fucking offer it. <laughs> like, like, real real fucking smart, Scott Frost. <laughs> oh, we were too good that we didn't even offer the Heisman candidate. Yeah, he wouldn't have been number him. one if he went to Nebraska, so better off he went to LSU. You're telling me that uh, he would have beat out, uh, what's her, Martinez? <laughs> Uh, sorry, Joe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, Joe. Uh, but yeah, uh, follow us on social media. We uh, update new episodes. Um, just got the uh, t-shirts ordered, so uh, those who want it, once they come, we'll uh, give you a shout out uh, that you won. Get uh, maybe shipping addresses. Oh, we might even deliver it, take a picture of you, and put you on social media. And we'll record the podcast at your house. Ooh. And you can join in. I like that. And we we do that just daily and just pop out some content. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, this is uh, Cole Reha and Jacob Herbert uh, signing off. Thank you. <laughs>